0: The areas of Welcome in the Free State, for example, Woodendale, Fris and Alan Reach, and so on. Um, the theft of gold from gold mines started occurring as early as 1965 already. But it has intensified uh, incredibly with the abandonment of these towns by large uh, mining companies you know, um, in the early 90s and then with the 1999 financial crisis and so on, in 2009 financial crisis, these things just speeded up and there was no planning for mine closure um, and there was no planning to revert to medium and small scale mining in these towns. So that syndicates and gangs basically took over these towns. You know, you had people like Ben Takele and Velkom. you had David Wanai in Velkom, for example, who basically established monopolies over abandoned mines, and then hired uh, workers from Lesotho to operate these mines uh, on a different scale. And eventually, ghost workers began appearing, even in operating mines with licenses. And you know, to control this output of minerals, it's from platinum to chrome right through to gold and diamonds. Um, there is an incredible war happening between syndicates, um, um, and it just reflects the inability of the Department of Mineral Resources to cope with the situation. But it also reflects a high level of corruption uh at all levels of the state, including including the police. You know, so very often one syndicate would be supported by the police themselves against another uh, syndicate. Um, the people who suffer the most in this are actually the Zamazamas who are underground. And when, often when we speak to Zamazamas they say, can we please be regulated? Can we please have a centralized buying agency so that we can get rid of the syndicates and that we can actually stabilize and normalize uh, the situation of small-scale mining? Um, and the, the fact of the matter is that South Africa has been dependent on migrant labor from neighboring countries since 1886, for mining. Mm-hmm. And very often these workers get abandoned by large scale corporations. And that's when the syndicates move in, organize these small scale miners who used to be mine workers, and then extract the gold from them. Huh. Now why did such illegal mining activities seemingly go unabated over the years? Because it seems like these mine gangs have been operating with impunity over the years. As the authorities appear to be more visible around abandoned mines following the shocking rape of the teens here at an abandoned mine in well, I think that the the reason for that is the same as with the drug trade in South Africa. We hear of arrests all the time, but the problem simply doesn't go away, and 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 that is because the. The, the people who lead this are not the ones who are getting arrested. The the syndicate bosses are not the ones who are getting arrested, and they are well connected politically, and they are well con- connected within the police force. They are well connected within the circles in which they operate. You know, and very often, like in 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 uh, in Welcome, for example. Uh, people can tell you the names of the the syndicate people who are involved, the, the the gang bosses and so on who are involved. They are well known in those communities. Well, I hope that the the latest arrests actually now begin to move upwards in this chain of command uh, and move. Beyond the guys who are actually in the mines to the guys who are actually controlling and, and, and monopolizing the situation, you know, so that, uh, and I also hope that uh, planning will now begin to, to, to take shape for uh, the uh, transition from large scale industrial corporate mining to smaller scale uh, and, and medium scale mining in the country. Just lastly, very uh, uh, um, uh, <laughs> David, uh, what decisive action do you think need to curtail these uh, such gangs? Well, we, we 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 are working closely with the National Association of Artisanal Miners, and we've made submissions to to the Department of Mineral Resources about this. You know, we think that. Um, these small-scale miners should be organized into business units that are registered, that can be taxed, and that can be identified, that small-scale miners should be made to wear specific uniforms, that they can be easily identified as Mm. small-scale miners rather than as gangs, and that the state should set up Um, a a gold-buying agency that buys all the gold from them so that the syndicates are not there to buy the gold from these guys. And then that the revenue that is generated from the sale of their gold be used to actually make their working conditions safe to create security around them and to remove the gangs that at the moment control them. You know, it's the guns that control them uh, that is the problem, rather than the fact of mining. There's still gold in these mines. It's not on a scale that's profitable for large-scale corporations. So we really need to create a situation where we can mine at a smaller scale in the country.